This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, Let's Talk to Lucy. Hi, Hello, this is Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> Today I have as my guest one of a kind. Uh, by that I mean the one and only Derbingo. Bing Crosby to most of you. Derbingo to show folk. That's right. Bing, welcome to our radio audience. Thank you, Lucy. It's a great pleasure to be here. Glad to get another shot at a radio audience <laughs> through your kindly offices. And incidentally, huh? Bing, welcome yeah. to Desilu Studios. We are very pleased that you decided to make your headquarters with us. Well, this is the right place. Everything's so comfortable here and cozy and your friendly Your wish people. is my command. Oh, well, uh, you'll hear from me later. We are very pleased that you yourself decided to perform this season. Well, I figured uh, you'd take a guy like Hope at his advanced age, practically in his dotage. <laughs> if he can do all the work he does, ah. I should be able to do a little bitty series. Is that why you decided? Sure, he shamed me into it. <laughs> Did he really? Exactly. I... I know that he really, honest and truly, wanted you to get back to work. He was very upset when you moved to Burlingame. Did you know he that? He thought I was going to quit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to see me working because he's hooked and he wants me hooked. But I'm glad I am, and I, I had to do it just to show him that I was still able to. It's a matter of pride, you know, between him and I. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> and I know you're telling the truth. Exactly. How about your golf? Is that going to suffer? No, thanks to that driving range that you and Gary gifted me with. I have a little driving net over on the set, folks, that Lucy and Gary gave me with a pad to hit iron shots off of them and a rubber tee to hit the wood shots and uh, very little time to anytime use. there's a respite between the, <laughs> the shooting of the picture why well, i go over and hit a few balls yeah i, I use it a lot you have uh, the lovely miss beverly garland yes your she's wife. in my series she plays my wife in the piece uh, is she anything like your real wife beautiful a, kathy a great deal she's just as pretty uh, i hope kathy doesn't hear this but uh, she's just as pretty her. and she's a fine actress and uh, something that i don't think very few people realize she's a fine comedian bing uh, what makes us keep our hand in, so to speak, uh, you know, longer than is necessary? It isn't monetary reasons no. with you. Well, work is a pleasure with you, I, I know that, but still, it's hard work that you're taking on right now. Yes. Besides kidding about uh, yeah. proving to yeah. hope what you can do, <laughs> I know that you had to give it some other thought. Sure. Because it is a dedication that takes most of every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, my decision was based on the natural, uh, normal thing. Anybody that's been in this business as long as I have uh, just can't break away from it. You're kind of married to it. Uh, when I'm still healthy and uh, able to get around, uh, it seems ridiculous not to be taking some part in it because, after all, it's, it's been my life since I left school. Satisfaction in, in creating something yeah. never quite leaves us, does it? Never, never does. Thank God. Not in this business. And, and something that they refer to as the need to be needed. Yeah. I have no thought of retiring. I love my work mm. and uh, look forward to mm. it. I, uh, there's no uh, social gathering that I have ever gone to that was more fun than my work, and I, I, you probably feel the same way. I do, and when you work, uh, it's apparent that that's the way you feel about it, Lucy, because you seem to get such joy out of what you're doing. I think it's communicated to the audience, and they enjoy it with you. Say, speaking of social gatherings, it's quite well known out here, Bingo, that most social gatherings have to get along without you. Is there any particular reason for that? Is it that you just don't like parties, or what is it? Oh, no, I like parties, and I like uh, being with people. Uh, I'm gregarious, all right, but uh, I get up very early. It's a, it's a habit I acquired, I don't know, many years ago. I can't sleep in the mornings. Well, if I have work to do, or if i got a golf game in the morning, it's just impossible for me to go to a late party. An early party I like, uh, something in the late afternoon, or a brunch, or... 
I like to go see pictures, but anything after 12 or 1 o'clock uh, is out of the question for me because I wake up at 6.30. So well, I never I'm, thought of that being the reason that If you I can't get, get seven or eight hours sleep, I am kind of a dog the rest of the day. I had no idea it was because of that's that. That's it. That's the sole reason. I um, don't think anybody in Hollywood knows that. I think I have a scoop. That's a scoop. I just can't sleep after 6.30 or 7 o'clock no matter what time I retire. It's I'm an a early terrible, riser, terrible, terrible habit to be in. That's why you were such a success on the big ranch. That's right. You I'm got things done at Rancher's summer. hours. Well, yeah. I like the mornings, too. I must say it's awfully pretty in the morning. Bing, what do you like around the house? I read a great deal. I uh, look I, at any kind of a baseball game or sports event that's on television. I'm right there, planted. Uh, and if, sport, if a baseball game's on the radio, I tune into that. And I play a lot with the kids uh, in the mornings and in the afternoons after their nap. Uh, they're at a very enjoyable age now, five and a half, four and a half, and two and a half. Lots of fun, and uh, I found that uh, Kids that age can be tremendously interesting and exciting. And these three little ones, uh, maybe it's because their mother is so young, but they seem to have about twice as much zip and zest and zeal as any young kids I've ever encountered. They run the legs off of this. You know, it just occurred to me, Bing, that you have been granted the rare privilege of having two families yeah. to raise, a uh -huh. generation apart. Uh -huh. um, do you think that you will profit by any of your previous experience? I think so. I think I've learned some things uh, that I'll try and put to good use raising these, these little ones. What are the names of your little ones? The oldest boy's called Harry Lillis after me, but most people call him Tex. Uh, the little girl's called Mary Frances after two favorite aunts of Catherine's. Yeah. And the little boy's called Nathaniel Patrick after my great-grandfather, who was a, a clipper ship captain uh, in the 1840s. Well, it's an awful name to hang, hang on a guy, Nathaniel Patrick. You know they're going to call him Nat Pat. <laughs> hey, Nat Pat. <laughs> Who's pitching today? <laughs> oh, that's darling. Uh -huh. Your new home in Burlingame. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Why did you move way up there? Well, I have a lot of friends there. I belong to several golf clubs there, also to the Bohemian Club in town. Catherine has lots of friends there because she's been going there a lot in the last five or six years. And we thought that uh, it would be a better place for the children because of the smog here that's kind of mm -hmm. thick off and on. And uh, So we just thought we'd move up there for a while and see if we like it. There's a wonderful school within about a half a mile of the house. And, of course, the Burlingame Golf Club's only about three-quarters of a mile. It's certainly one of the most beautiful places in America. It's lovely. Oh. And San Francisco has been a favorite city of ours for so long. There's so yes. many things to do there. It's, it's really like being a... in another country it when is, you go to really, San Francisco. Yeah. What about your Palm Springs real estate? For years, you were the... Uh, the uh, commandant, I should say. <laughs> Wherever you moved, uh, thousands followed, and uh, well, have you just the, uh, given it up now? No, no, it's still <clears> there, and uh, I was there this winter for a while, and we let uh, Catherine's folks use it, my folks use it. And the it, president? And the president uh, stayed there for a while. Uh, it's kind of a, a secluded uh, locality where you can get a lot of quiet and a lot of rest, and still you're close enough to all the golf courses. Yes, your localities are secluded for about 20 minutes. Then they, <laughs> yeah. For years, I've been watching you try to you go farther and farther out in the desert. I got a beat this time, though. I'm right up against the rocks. They can't get in back of me unless oh, they want to live on the beautiful. rocks. What yeah. happened to the big ranch you had? Where was that? Elko, Nevada. Oh, I sold that three or four years ago. The whole kit and caboodle, oh, huh? the whole schmear, yeah. Why? Oh, it was too much trouble and tough business, the cattle business. Uh, and I didn't know enough about it to conduct it successfully. Uh, absentee ownership all the time. You're not there. It really is a, a risky thing for someone who doesn't understand it. In fact, the people who are in the cattle business all their life have a tough time making it. 
Well, I just hope you don't have a tough time making it here at Desi Lu on oh, your sure new show, won't. Bing, We're and I sure enough. appreciate your dropping by today. Great pleasure, Lucy, to chat with you here. Will you come again? Anytime. You know where I'm going to be right next door. Do you hear that all pounding in there? Knock, fixing right? up my room, getting me all ready. Okay. Goodbye. God bless. Thank Good you, luck. Lucy. Great pleasure. Hi, this is Lucy. Well, I guess I don't have to tell you that Christmas is about here. The songs, the carols, the snow, and all those round-faced children with their little noses pressed against a million store windows. But no Christmas is ever quite complete to me without hearing... I'm dreaming of a white Christmas I guess I don't have to tell you who my guest is today. Mr. White Christmas himself, Bing Crosby. Merry Christmas, Bing. And a Merry Christmas to you, Lucy. I suppose you've sung White Christmas so many times it doesn't do anything for you anymore. Oh, no, pauvre, not true at all. It does a lot for me, Lucy. It brings back so many memories, thousands of them. The places I've sung it, for whom I've sung it, and uh, when it was first sung, and... Uh, the many arrangements I've had, I remember singing it overseas for the servicemen and in hospitals and all over the world. And I get so much mail on it, uh, still do, and although it was written many years ago, and although the record uh, isn't nearly as popular now as it was years back, uh, it does a lot for me. I bet you've sung it about 10,000 times. I suppose so. Uh, can you remember the first time you, you sang it? Uh, yes, it was on the uh, set uh, uh, over at Paramount when we made a picture called... Uh, Holiday Inn with Fred Astaire and Marjorie Reynolds. Who wrote it, Bing? Irving Berlin. Of course. And uh, he wrote words and music. Of course, the, there was a verse to it, and we had quite a struggle at the time uh, between Berlin and the producer of the show because the producer wanted to use the verse, and it was a very peculiar verse. It was long, uh, and it told a story about some fellow being alone in Beverly Hills, and the sun was shining, and the palm trees were swaying, and, uh, I'm glad seem, you didn't use it. And it didn't seem at all like White Christmas to him. And then he says, I'm dreaming of a White Christmas. And Berlin was right because I don't think anybody's ever heard the verse. Maybe if we'd used the verse, it might have killed the chorus. You never know. I miss yeah. a White Christmas so, so much out here. Yeah. So you're just like I am. Mm -hmm. I try to get back to the snow every Christmas that I can. Last Christmas, Gary and I took the kids to Vermont where we had a little cottage. I bet that was beautiful. Well, we were snowed in for three days, that and makes I, it fun. I loved every no minute phone, of it. No nothing, they can't get you. But Gary didn't like it. Why not? No, no golf, huh? I have to drag him back to the snow. He said he'd had enough snow and ice as a kid, and it was enough to last him for the rest of his life. He'd just as soon spend his Christmas in Palm Springs. So I'm glad that you're with me, Bing. Oh, I'm with you 100%. You know, I was raised up in Spokane, Washington. That's uh, on the eastern side of the Cascade Mountains, and the climate over there is not like Seattle, which is kind of balmy in the winter. Spokane has some real rugged winters, and we always yes. had sleds and skates and heavy snowfalls. And they have I some very high mountains up there, don't all they? All around the town, big, very big mountains. Mount Spokane is right there. What about Kathy and your children? Do they like the snow? Well, the children, uh, these, uh, this new group, <laughs> <laughs> Harry, Mary Frances, and Nathaniel, have only seen it uh, up at the ranch. We have a little ranch up near northern... Uh, California border up near Oregon, and they saw it up there a couple of times, and they were fascinated, and they, they want to go back. We had them up there Thanksgiving in, in the hope that it would snow again, but we just had a few little flakes and nothing. Uh, does, it snow, does it snow in Burlingame? No chance, no. That's uh, a little colder than Los Angeles, but not a great deal. Yeah. 
How about Nat Pat? How old is Nat, Nat Pat Nat Pat now? is a three-year. He just turned three, and he's a bear, too. He's going to be something, <laughs> the funniest little kid that I've ever seen in my life. He's going to be a riot. Yeah. He's going to have to be a riot to back up that name, Nathaniel Patrick. <laughs> Nat Pat. Is that a handle? Yeah. Well, why did you do that to him? <laughs> well, Nathaniel is, a, is my great-grandfather, and he was a famous uh, clipper ship captain in the New England sailing days, and so hmm. I thought I have one child named after an illustrious seaman like that, and of course Patrick was uh, thrown in so he'd have a saint's name to christen him mm -hmm. with, so he'd be wound up Nathaniel Patrick Crosby. I praised his Irish nanny very much because her name's Bridget Brennan. Of course. I'd like to wish you and Kathy and your children a very Merry Christmas and the best of all New Year's. Thank you very much, Lucy, and the very same right back at you and Gary and all the family. And I hope wherever you go this Christmas, where are you planning to go, do you know? I'm working on a snow country. And you're trying to get Gary to uh, go yes, along. I, go I, along, I, I'm Gary. not successful as yet. I think you could make a skier out of him. He's a big husky <laughs> guy. I'd love it. Have a good time wherever you are. Thank you, darling. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed our visit today with Mr. Bing Crosby. And may I take this opportunity to wish all of you the best holiday season ever. Bye. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.